All right, so welcome to Your Music is Bad and You Should Feel Bad. Uh, this is Matt. This is Rich. This is Eric. And uh, this is our NAM 2017 episode. It's a little late because, you know, we had to go there and come back and... You should uh, have been there. Then get our lives back in order and then now record it, this. It definitely took me like two weeks to get my life back in <laughs> it was. It was quite a trip. I was on California time until like this morning. Oh, man. <laughs> I had a bunch of my mail stolen while I was gone, actually. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, oh, that kind of sucked. But anyway, it was worth it. <laughs> I'd do it again. So the first thing we went to, uh, <clears throat> was it like Wednesday night? Or was it uh, Tuesday or Wednesday? I think it was Wednesday night, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, because Tuesday right. we went to karaoke. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we won't talk about that. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm fine. I have some notes, I think. Okay, so Wednesday we went to the Whiskey, the Whiskey A Go-Go in LA to see Marty Friedman. Yeah. There was a lot of promotion. I think he was at NAMM last year, but this year they, there was a lot of stuff because I think he had, he had a new Jackson guitar model. And I don't know. It was also just some kind of like returning to his home country or something. Like, I don't know if he like actually was just like, it, they made it sound like he moved back or something, got, but I think it was just that, no, he's just here for NAMM. He got he, tipped off about He comes here all the time. He filmed a TV show here for but a he, while. Well, but he wasn't here for a long time. Like, he lives in Japan, right? He so got, He right. got tipped off about Trump's order and figured he needed to get stateside before they, they <laughs> yeah. didn't let him back in. They're like, they're like no shred guitar players are allowed back in. But yeah, I don't know. I just, the, I felt like they were really like, at last and i was like wasn't he here last year i don't think he's done a show here maybe not yeah he was on right. several nam related shows like that one and then there was he was part of the metal allegiance one uh that we didn't get to although it probably was probably terrible um <laughs> like really i i mean i've seen i saw the metal allegiance thing at nam before they made it like a quote-unquote band like they like because mm -hmm. mike portnoy's involved so it, you know at some point he was like you know guys we could do an album. And they're like, uh, are you sure? I mean, all we've done is like get together at NAMM and play covers of old old metal songs that none of us, or like that at most one of us was involved in. Uh, unless it's a Pantera song, in which case then it can be up to two. Because I think the bass player was there. And oh, I know, yeah, Rex was and, there. And Phil was there. Phil showed up. Yeah. So, and this was before, you know, his, his white power incident. Or the, <laughs> the most recent white power. I don't know if there are earlier white power incidents. I just assume there, there probably are. But uh, probably. The, the, the clear, obvious one Dude. of recent note. I mean, if you want to punch a Nazi, that's the guy. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a dime bag guitar that had a Confederate flag as the paint job. So Probably. I'm willing to bet there were other white power incidents involving Phil. White, white wine power. Well, plus, like, wasn't his, like, endless rage part of why they broke up? Like, wasn't he, no, like, no, the he main was, dysfunction? No, it was his heroin abuse. Oh, right. Right. Of course. It, just, it, it was, was he could not like get it together and so they were just like man you're such a piece of shit and again they had so much money it yeah. wasn't like you know it wasn't like a lot of bands where they're like we really need to be touring because we have no other marketable skills and we're gonna be homeless like they had you know I'm, don't they have platinum records i mean that shit sold. yeah i think so so i think they were like it's not worth it to uh, put up with this and then that and but clearly they weren't done playing right because that's why you know damage plan and whatever yeah and down and you know but uh but yeah i think they just didn't want to deal with his uh his ups and downs doing heroin yeah all right so i found my notes for the for the marty friedman show oh, so yeah. what were the openers like that's why i right. i'm glad i found my notes <laughs> they were very uh so the, the, power the, right the first band especially was called the element and you could tell just from their t-shirts and their name you were like rock power yeah. band 
and they were they were from Brazil, and so uh, they yeah like well, they, I think the one guy's originally from Brazil, but now they say they're from well yeah they moved else, I think right? they moved here yeah or he moved here and he has a he like got all new musicians I think that's possible yeah right. I don't know um, but yeah it was very like lots of dream theatery bits and like some power metal stuff. The, the, just when the they band's were like album covers and t-shirts look straight out of like 2004 yeah and like yeah. even when they were sound checking their keyboard sounds i was like am i a prog power oh shit what's happening uh and then the next band was called points north oh yeah which i, I thought was funny because because it a it sounds i mean on the one hand it sounds like you know geographical like you know you know headed for points north but or it could just be like it points north that was the other thing i was like oh, what shit. points north uh i don't know my compass but also always. it's like a uh power trio instrumental guitar band yeah it wasn't, so like wasn't very remarkable yeah uh and Wait, did they have like two guitar players no it was bass drums and guitar the bass player had uh a controller for triggering keyboard like notes you know like like he was getty right only the the modern the way i actually was like that's how i would do it if i if i decide i need to trigger keyboards with my feet um they, it, they did sound like they like rush yeah yeah totally um that's exactly kind of the it's like rush but like without the vocals so and not as good but so yeah they, so they were all right uh but it was it was very let's say it's a, it was a very appropriate bill for marty friedman but he was still by far the best and he was definitely the shortest man on stage. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, so this was my 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 observation of this was cuz I already know I know about his height and everything. But at first I was like, "Oh yeah, so like his drummer and bass player are Japanese. And the the bass player is a woman and I, at one point I noted that he looked slightly taller than her and I'm like, "Oh yeah, he's got like half a Japanese band, so he looks like normal height." And then I noticed that she was wearing flat shoes and he was wearing massive platforms like i'm like oh five six inches this japanese yeah. woman is much taller than him okay <laughs> what was she was she the bass player or yeah what? Oh, okay. she yeah. fucking rips she, she was She's really good. good yeah and she had like a solo Do which we know who she is uh we can probably find out oh, well it's not super important i mean she did so she did she a is, solo uh, relevant to my interests <laughs> i wasn't at the show by the way for people who don't know I was hanging out with my brother. I guess the Metal Allegiance show isn't the only one we didn't go to then. Kiyoshi. We didn't go to go Neil to. and Michael's Kiyo Metal Metal Jam Jam. Jam. Her name's Kiyoshi Mani. Okay. Um, and this. She playing anything else? Um, let's see. I feel like she plays guitar, but I don't know why I think that. I wouldn't be surprised that if the <laughs> bass player for Marty Friedman's thing plays guitar, right? Because I mean, like he supposedly played the bass that you can't hear on Cacophony, so. You know. What? So, this is interesting. I don't know because this is some okay. So this is a metal injection. I uh, when I just Google like Marty Friedman's band, and it's specifically about how great his bass player is. And we're like, right. oh, oh, did you enjoy that? <laughs> like, so uh, it, it the title is Marty Friedman's bassist Kiyoshi Mani is the most entertaining bassist I've ever seen. And he, you know, it's the usual kind of description. Uh, like, here's a good a quote just for the kind of review this is. The band's drummer. Chargi, which is spelled with like four E's, uh, is straight out of an 80s sunset, sunset strip movie and delivers some drummer tricks that would make Tommy Lee blush. So you get the kind of description where like, oh yeah, man, fucking give not the crew a run for their money. You know, it's like he only... stands up on his kit frequently. Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's the kind of description. And then he gets down to like, uh, the highlight of the show for, for me personally was when Marty took a backseat and let Kiyoshi rock a bass solo. 
and then he's got like a a video of it. But then apparently in this, uh, so she started doing the Trooper at our show. Mm-hmm. Apparently, whatever show this guy went to, she started singing Higher Ground. I don't even I don't know which which Higher Ground that is. It might be more interesting than uh, the Trooper, but. But anyway, yeah, so she had a little solo spot like that described, and it was it was pretty good. But then my favorite part, so at the very end of the set, uh, it is a NAM show, right? So it's a, it's a Marty Friedman show, and it's a NAM show. So Marty knows there's guitar players in the audience. So finally he's like, all right, so there's definitely got to be guitar players here. Like, I mean, he also did some whole thing about, like, how he's pleasantly surprised that there are women here. And, like, that's nice. There, there were. It was there like were, yeah. 40%. Again, though, actually it's, surprised. it's L.A. and it's Nam, And the 80s never left L.A. Right. But it wasn't, like, obviously people's girlfriends either. It was, like... Right, right. But yeah. well, but I was saying there's also, like, I mean, women also, like, it right. didn't... They, right. they also it, are in the 80s in L.A. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so uh, he called up. He had some random guy come up, and the guy was pretty good too, which, uh, which I guess shouldn't be surprising. Yeah, uh, like for an so ninety percent of the crowd raised their hand when he was like, "Hey, who wants to get up on stage and uh, trade solos with me?" Yeah, there was a huge, literally ninety percent. Seriously, yeah, a huge amount of the crowd. Um, but then, so that at the very end, after this, so he did like this, you know, call and response thing where, where the guy would play something and then Marty would play it back by ear. That was pretty cool, and then. Afterwards, he was like trying to tell the guy like, oh, man, that was great. Thanks for coming up. And he was like, he, he gets to the mic and he's like, massive cojones. That's what I like to see. <laughs> so I posted that on Twitter and I just quoted it. And I was like, uh, what? And he, he retweeted it. So I was like, it's nice that, you know, to see that he has a sense of humor and that he's not like, hey, man, what the fuck? It was a good show. Yep. Putting her hand to her ear, Hulkamania style. Yeah. Yeah, she does that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nice. Also, I didn't realize when you met, when you were saying chargy, it's charge with a oh, bunch yeah. of extra right. e's. Well, okay, so like, right, charge. so is that supposed to be? But then it would be a bunch <laughs> of a's, not a bunch of a's. Right. So I'm like, I don't. <sighs> <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's right. the eighties, or, or maybe because he's like electrified, you know. It's the eighties, and also he's, he's, he's Japanese, so it's really hard to say what they're trying to go for. <laughs> I do not know. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Uh, let's see. We went to the show. <laughs> yeah, um, we looked at fun stuff. We looked at guitars. Yeah, they there was like... anything super big that jumped out on Thursday. I'm trying to think in general. Let's think in general about like stuff at the show, like in terms of gear. I mean, there was, was the notable. ridiculous fucking mermaid guitar. Oh yeah, the, thing you... <laughs> the the where it was like, did as you big as a person? I feel like you used more wood than was necessary for this instrument. Oh right? yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't. I can't believe I'm giving that more press because it doesn't deserve any. It's it's unplayable. I mean, we didn't say listening. what brand it was, and I couldn't tell you, so I think we're cool. <laughs> Just a lot of weird, like, poorly thought out boutique guitars this year. More so than last year. Um, we, I always, this, this keeps happening to me. Um, when I got my Strandberg, which I'm now going to sell because I'm not happy with it, it was pretty much... Because I played one at Nam when I did not plan to play Strandbergs at all, but then I like stumbled past the booth and I'm like, oh hey, let me let me try one of these out. And I just really liked the you know as far as the fan fret, it just it I, it worked a lot better than I thought it would. And so I was like, okay, this felt good and the tension was good, but I never plugged it in. So then I bought one and then tried to make it sound good for like a year and a half. <laughs> um, but anyway, so uh, what happened this year? Well, okay, so I well I, I played you know I went to Harrison booth and. Uh, messed with their eight string which i'm I'm gonna probably get but then we went to aristides again 
and they had the new the I guess they they had them last year too, but I didn't even bother with their booth last year. Um, but the fan fret eight string they have is just the gentiest fucking thing. Yeah, it was instagent yeah. to the max. <laughs> and you know you can really hear the arium, <laughs> like, which is exactly the opposite of what I think they want you to say because they're like, it sounds just like wood, only it's not. It's like, eh. It sounds, I actually like it because it sounds different, right? Mm -hmm. It's part of one of the reasons I want one. It's like another guitar isn't going to sound exactly like it because you can hear kind of these mid-range frequencies that are a little different. Yeah, it depends. it's kind of like that thing where, um, you know, like Penny Salvation, like clearly play Parker's. Like yeah. you can hear yeah. that it like does not sound like a normal guitar, yeah. right? Um, but no, what was it? What did it say on the back of that guitar? I can't remember. It was the dude's name, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's T-word, but I can't remember. Timo? Timo, yes. It said Timo. Yeah, yeah. I keep I kept I kept trying to remember that. And I knew it was four letters. And it was but I was like, what the huh. fuck did that guitar say? Because that dude's name was Timo. Okay. Yeah. Oh dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, it was like his guitar or whatever. Oh. But it was it was like flake sparkle purple. Yeah. Or whatever. It, it was like mystic purple to red kind of. Oh yeah, yeah, the color changes. But yeah, it was super geni. It was one of those deals where it, I mean, it also might have been how they had the Axe effects or whatever dialed in, but it was hilarious yeah. because it was like, "You like Jet? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, and also this the sounds like Jet. Yeah. It, it also like sat strings. down, played yeah. Jet like immediately. Yeah. It was like it's like wow, right? Wow, yeah. Wow, exactly. No, right. it was well, okay. So I actually I made a video. I cut together. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, here's right. what it is. I forgot I, to watch I, my videos. I mean, maybe I'm maybe I'm ruining it, but uh, and it might take me another week to get the videos out because I, I want to make sure I have the right like titles and music cues and shit and uh, just release the show and the videos at the same time <laughs> yeah yeah uh well no I'll, the show will probably get up first i'll probably mm. get this up like tomorrow i don't want to mess it's been a, a while and and we got a lot of hits while we were at nam i was running the ad with the picture of the t-shirt mm -hmm. and just in the hopes and it, 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 it partially worked in terms of getting the attention like it didn't get anybody to buy a t-shirt right but it did get some people to actually like the show and like like check out the podcast and a, just a fuck ton of people being like oh that's like just likes and shares and being like ha ah, look at this fucking thing but like i'm not gonna buy it or whatever which is fine because <laughs> i don't expect anyone but the whole point is like maybe you check out the podcast because if you actually knew the podcast and you thought that was funny you, you buy would, the shirt you're gonna buy that so i'm gonna sell some fucking shirts sooner or later like it's gonna it's gonna happen if these trends continue <laughs> that, that live event i alluded to definitely happening yes so uh anyway so the video uh i got the clip where we're at the comparison booth and you're playing their eight string and we're like we'll just make a, a, a real-time visual album from nam made up exclusively of songs we wrote while playing that was, that was one of the funnier moments of so nam, i feel i cut that and the aristides eight string together mm -hmm. and then the clips i had of me playing shit which makes it actually no no there's like two clips of me playing shit well, one i have clips of you playing stuff that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I recorded so, stuff on my phone. Okay, I so you gotta to send me that. Back, but I need yeah. to send them to you. Yeah. But what I the, what I did though almost makes it funnier because I I put a clip of me playing the comparison eight string, but I just you know cut it over while you were playing it. So it's just like <laughs> me playing something that doesn't line up but with the same guitar, and then I cut in me playing the the Godin classical, yeah. which you can barely hear, so it sounds like absolute shit, and it's just like random little like, so it sounds like you know the dumb little like classical section or like the like the Holy Wars interlude, yeah. only way shittier. And then I also at the end threw in you playing the Equilibrium bass, so then there's just like a bass solo at the end. It's so fucking and dumb. And everyone knows I'm such an awesome bass. I'm going player. for the dumbest Nam video award is what I'm shooting for, even though I don't think that exists. That would be hard. They're gonna to make win, it though. up. That would be hard to well, win. Okay, yeah. I guess it, yeah, you're right. It would have to be like for like intentionally dumb, not just because you're 
you know, not just dumb be, and went to nail. Not just because it's like you're in some weird percussion booth. Yeah. So uh, speaking of equilibrium, uh, buy their shit because oh yeah, that's something we talk about. And their bass sound really fucking good. They have a new. Uh, okay, if you don't know who we're talking about, Equilibrium Guitars is from are they Boston or somewhere yeah. in Massachusetts. Yeah, it's Dave Cohen. Dave Cohen. No relation to Ben Cohen. He makes a uh, very custom, mostly you know one of a kind guitars and uh but this year and they're super high quality but this year he made like a uh i guess uh he had two bases that he was showing yeah and he made a standard seven string guitar model that they're going to be 10 one builds of, 10, of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're going to do like a production run of like 10 at a lower price one yeah they're really good yeah so they're only like you know 3700 i think instead of 32, like 32 i think instead of like 4000 or something yeah i think no i think it was like 3200 <clears throat> But I don't, I don't remember. It started with a three. Yeah, that that part I know, which is less than. I, I feel think, like it was thirty-two fifty-six. <laughs> you can quote me on that. <laughs> which is still less than that the uh, universe that sold on eBay. <laughs> o- yeah. Overnight. <laughs> you really wanted to get that, didn't you? Yeah, but I wanted to pay like twenty-five for yeah. it. I was, I was gonna call them today, even though it says they're closed on Sunday. The dudes. The number that was there, they were like, call this dude Matt. It didn't have a Delaware exchange, it had a Baltimore exchange. So I was like, oh, that's this guy's cell phone number. I'll mm-hmm. be able to, mm-hmm. but I wasn't going to call him at like 10 p.m. on a Saturday, right? Bro, cut me a deal on this. <laughs> I know you, you're not like out trying to party or something. So why don't you cut me a deal on this uh, guitar? But then somebody paid full price overnight. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Fuck. It's fine. I'm still cleaning <clears throat> the other one. Who else was there this year? I think Faith was back. Their guitars were pretty good. Yeah, it was mostly the same stuff. The thing that was actually cool for the acoustics was the Yamahas, because the because they um, so Yamaha updated a whole bunch of stuff on their um, A one three five line, and they had last year's guitar there, so you could like see what they changed and basically like the satin finish on the neck that was super nice, and the those things are super loud and they have a lot of distinction, and even the like cheap one. Right, like the expensive one, it's like, oh, it's all one piece wood, and it, you know, made in Japan, whatever. And the cheapies are like, they're still really like you. There was not a thousand dollars of difference between those guitars, you know, like yeah. that shit was really nice. It's the LL six ARE, right? Uh, no. So the L six is is a cool one. I that was the first one I played that I liked. These other ones were like, it's like A, it's like A one C, and then it's M or R depending on if it's mahogany or rosewood right mm-hmm. so they and then and then whether or not it is the c is just the body size with the like concert versus folk or whatever mm-hmm. but it's not mm-hmm. like an f it's just no letter so it's like so you have like there's an a1 a3 and an a5 and then it's either c or nothing and then it's m or r um mm-hmm. but they were like they didn't have anything to plug in for the uh, electronics so i have no idea yeah what those sound like or if it's worth you know years but usually electronics on those things sound like garbage regardless so yeah. i wouldn't be like i need to get the more expensive one to get the nicer electronics because it's like so it sounds like you still wouldn't use it like i don't you yeah know, but mm-hmm. i thought about buying one um the l6 and uh like some stores already had it for like four 450 with a whole bunch of stuff with it yeah well, weren't the l's then, like last year's i think the a's were the ones they they just updated well, right, they updated the A's, but the but the and the right, L's are nice L's, too. Yeah, the L's are nice guitars. But the new one, like Sam Ash, wants nine hundred for it, and you it comes with nothing. 
So I'm mm-hmm. like, why, why the price increase? I don't know. That's mm-hmm. weird. But the yeah, the new Yamahas don't ship till April. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. wait two months or whatever <laughs> if they're on time, which they probably will be. Yeah. But definitely pick that up. Um, but also over yeah. So did Line Six buy Yamaha? Did we look this up? Yamaha bought Line Six. Or yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> right, because it's uh, right because the cause, Line Six so, doesn't have that kind of money. Uh, yeah, come on. <laughs> so my favorite, my favorite gent adjacent band, Twelve uh, Foot Ninja. I'm just gonna start calling them post genre because they're totally just post genre. Um, uh, the they posted on Facebook that their guitar player uh, Stevik, and I think he's like the main writing guy too. Uh, he oh, was going to be. I thought it was Stevic, or maybe it, it is Stevic. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I've heard people he said say his name it. was Stevic. I think it is Stevic. So he was going to be okay. So he that they posted he was pl- playing at the Marriott. So I was thinking like the Marriott lobby, and I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. Well, whatever. You know, I'll go. I'll go see it. But what it turns out was that Yamaha, their booth is like a part of the Marriott hotel. It's just like a whole section with like a whole bunch yeah. of conference well, rooms and need, shit. They need all that room for A, they have a ton of stuff. B, they have pianos. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's just a ton of room. Exactly. They pianos. basically have their own wing. At right. Them. Exactly. So, uh, oh, dude, they bought Line baller. 6 years ago. December, this article, this maybe, press release is dated December 20th, 2013. Maybe they just decided to like make it more obvious maybe this year. Maybe it and took it bring them into the family. three years to do the merger yeah. in a way that like they consolidated personnel. Probably. Um, yeah, so they so basically the Line 6 booth was a little room in the Marriott Hotel by all the Yamaha stuff. So I found uh, they were doing, he was doing this demo twice a day, and he was showing off his new signature Variax. Cause the Shuriken. The Shuriken. It was, it's really interesting because um, I think there's, there's several reasons that, you know, uh, nobody cool, uh, I mean, I literally can't name anyone who plays a Variax other than him. Uh, and I definitely can't name anyone cool who does. So, like, he was using it, and he was using it to fairly good effect. He was using it to, like, you know, go from, like, standard to, like, drop A, you know, to get k- kind of down to, like, genty stuff, but without having to play, like, a 7 or 8 string. And also to mute and change the volume on strings. Well, I'm saying this, before, oh, right, the right, old right. version, because he has he used the old Variax, which are awful, awful guitars. Um, and the th- thing built into it, it only, it does a few things, but it, it was, the old one was pretty limited. It was, like... I think you could drop uh, from like standard to drop D and then you could drop an octave or something. So you could do like E, drop D, drop A, or maybe B. Or I don't know if they could even just do a straight up B though, but it was, it was very limited. But so the new one, not only did they massively update the software and stuff, but he had them design a guitar that didn't look totally stupid. Uh, and it also ended totally. up didn't, getting a... Didn't he say part of the design was an accident? Yeah. He, right, yeah. He, like took off the bottom piece with his thumb yeah on the so it's the shape app. of his yeah. his thumb uh yeah and uh and now there's a bunch of new promo videos up where he talks about how he wanted the guitar that like batman would play and so half of the video is like clips from christopher nolan batman movies and him talking about <laughs> see see how doesn't this look like he would play it and uh but anyway the, the point is yeah, he was he's a funny guy and he was very amusing it, both in the way he talked about it uh, and just did his demo, and he played a few excerpts from their songs, which I like their stuff a lot, so that was pretty cool. And Kapok uh, Wada Banana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and uh, and yeah, so the new version, you can mute strings, you can tune any string, I think within like an octave or so, uh, any amount of uh, at least semitones, 
Um, so he does some really weird, crazy stuff, uh, which is, I mean, basically, uh, if you're curious about this or think it sounds amusing, just go on YouTube, search for, uh, very like shuriken, very And I'm sure there's, there's a bunch of demos now. A weird thing that apparently the shuriken guitar is a limited edition, so they're not going to like do a huge run of these or that sounds, that's possible. Uh, cause I don't think the very has ever sold that well. So they're probably hesitant, but I bet it'll definitely do better than the old ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, uh, 12 foot ninja seems to be really taken off. Like the, this band last night that uh, I was talking about, uh, that I went to see fifth freedom, uh, we were just hanging out and their bass player mentioned 12 foot ninja. And I was like, did you say 12 foot ninja? Like, I was like, fuck yeah, 12 foot ninja. <laughs> like, they're like, yeah, we went to see them at their, uh, wherever, like wherever weird, Cause the last tour they did in the U S was like five, six dates and they were weird, like no New York date, but Janesville, Wisconsin. Oh, I thought you were going to be like Omaha, Nebraska. What's messed but up. No, Janesville. I don't even know where that is. Right. It's kind of near Madison because I know a bunch of people from there cause they went to UW, but they're from Janesville. So the guy who told me about 12 foot ninja is from Janesville. And so I was like, I hope you're happy, Eric. Apparently they have a huge like, like I, and- I got to check because I, I don't know if he went to see them because I got to be like, I hope you, you better fucking go on to see them at that Janesville show because I didn't get into a New York show. But when I posted this angrily on Facebook, apparently they stay up on their social media a lot and they responded and were like, you know, we'll be back soon or something like the fuck you will. But I just, I'd go see him at their shows. Do they address the crowd as ninjas? <laughs> no, I they do are they not. Like, are they like, sup ninjas? How great would it be no. if they played fucking Gathering of the Juggalos? Oh man, that would be great. They should. I would go. We should start. Are we going anywhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's kind of what, what I was saying. Like, right. Yeah, I would definitely go. Not that I'm not already going. Yeah. Was that July? Fuck. Well, no. The thing is, I think so. For those of you who don't know, I think Gathering of the Juggalos is in jeopardy this year because I think they can't find a place that will let them put the fest on. Uh-oh. Oh man. They should just do it on a cruise ship. Like, does it have to do with their their, fest? Their I, gang standing. I I think it might have something to do with with them being classified as a hybrid gang, and with the fact that like their fans don't seem to have respect for anything <laughs> other than the family. I like because uh, it sounded like most places they've been, you know, those property operators weren't exactly excited about the aftermath. <laughs> But I think it was supposed to be in August. I'm actually I'm looking it up. I feel like that's true. Um, but yeah, then I because a couple months ago, I I saw somebody post something like, "Oh, is it true that it's like you know, it's not in Colorado anymore?" And I was like, "What?" And then like they don't have anywhere to do it. I think. Shit. Um, Let me see. That's gonna be their their march oh, on Washington. Right, is right. Gonna but be their new well, no, gather. but that's a, that, right. That's a that's a month. That, the next month, right? Maybe. Well, maybe. Maybe they're gonna be oh, turned into political. This, this is from Denver. two days ago. I found a thing from two days ago. Okay. Uh, Jump Steady revealed that they have three different locations that they are considering at the moment. Oh wait, so is it gonna be like WrestleMania too? The only bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The only bad thing is that none of them are in Colorado. The good thing is that he said it would still be a West Coast gathering. So where will it be? Arizona, California, Vegas? Wait, what do all those places have in common? Uh, oh, that's le- le- weed, weed is legal there. So like no Colorado. Uh, all right. So one of these other states. Otherwise, what's the point? I think is what it sounds like they're saying. But uh, yeah, so the news is that they're still considering several venues. 
and we don't know what they are. No, that would be hilarious if, right, if they just didn't have the gathering and just had the march on Washington. <laughs> yeah. No, but, like, and wasn't there, the other thing that I saw, I saw something that was, like, open, it was, like, basically a call for bands. Like, they didn't have anyone to play the show, and they were like, yo, anyone who's, like, down adjacent, oh, right, like, man. can come play. They are like, are you vaguely rock and or hip-hop? <laughs> like, but, but Or not. a reality TV personality. <laughs> Right? <laughs> well, she went to high school with Sh- Sweet Sugar Slam. That's oh, how that happened. Right, right, right. The girls' night. Oh shit! Night. I was gonna post. Um, there was a good uh, somebody. I, I tweeted it, and it was basically like, you know, something about how ridiculous it is that reposting a statement from. Uh, I think it was Violent J, but I'm not sure which one of the two. One of the two. Um, what are their names again? I, Violent uh, J and Tudo. Oh, right, Sh- right. Yeah, Shaggy up and. Uh, <laughs> I always just can remember that one of them is violent. I'm but I'm like, but they're probably both violent, just and one of them has it in the name. Jump Steady's his brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes Heard. sense. Um, <laughs> Wait, didn't... I can't even remember now. Steph told that story about, like, her friend knows him oh, or whatever. Like, oh, man. It was Why so am I not bad. surprised? It was so bad. <laughs> it was hilarious. There's a different... Here's a similar up, uh, announcement on a on fagolovers.net. <laughs> I just wish Juggalo Book were still around. I wonder how much it would cost to buy that domain. Which one? Fagolovers.com. I don't know, man. They're probably pretty committed. Yeah, they might sell for cheap, you know? They might need they some might cash buy to drugs. score some Fago. Right. Yo, we love Fago so much, we sold the domain to buy more Fago. <laughs> Showing our dedication to the game. I'd immediately like flip that to like Coca Cola or something. No, dude, no. What happened? What happened to? Uh, I mean, I know what happened to Juggalo Book, but but I'm curious. Wait, there was a Juggalo Book? Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was a Juggalo version of Facebook. But as anyone who knows even a modicum about computer science or the internet knows, um, Facebook is sort of like a internet scale hyper, uh, operation, which is not easy to run, and. This was beyond the capabilities of some juggalos. <laughs> and people people were always like, it was hilarious because people would go like on Facebook to complain about how slow juggalo book was. <laughs> right? They'd be like, oh, the site's so slow and it always crashes, blah, blah. And finally people were like, yo, we don't have time to run juggalo. It's like, no, you don't know how to run. <laughs> right. Uh, we don't know how this shit works, so uh, we're going to stop. It's like your MySQL instance is not going to hold up to, <laughs> you know, the fanaticism of uh the family so but uh no so but i'm wondering if the domains available it would be funny to like buy like, juggalo book and like spin up like a functional one yes be, and then and then there would be a constant debate about like oh but this shit's corporate like but it's family <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like it's not corporate none of you have money or it's just like a government honeypot to, no, but, <laughs> to interdict uh cross-state you know I'm, drug sales i'm pretty i'm pretty sure you just uh, most jugglers are very out right like that's like that's part of like that was part of the thing with google image search for hatchet men right no like in their because in their lawsuit all right so people who don't know they have a lawsuit against the feds for classifying them as a gang like so all the people who have the stories of discrimination half of them are like a court appointed steward or whatever like <laughs> was tr- trying to evaluate my uh fitness to you know care for my children or whatever and they're like and they saw all my juggalo shit and it's like right because you were very out about it you know like um yeah i think you, they don't need a honeypot they just 
just go on Facebook or uh, YouTube. My favorite are the YouTube videos, man. My favorite is there's one. It's called um, Maggots vs. Juggalos. <laughs> but it's but it's actually not a versus. It's like these two kids talking about like how they're like, yo, just because like, you know, you're you're down with the hatchet and and, you know, we're slaves to the clown like the other the other clowns <laughs> the the other rap rock clowns like doesn't mean like we can be cool right you know like just i can respect that you listen to other terrible music it's one of my favorite videos ever we should probably <laughs> watch it that. on this show sometime yeah. oh sh- really i just remember bad. so there's also um one of the first let me see if i can find the name of this um uh I saw one of the first books coming out about the election. Uh, shit, I gotta. I don't want to buy Juggalos. No, but the the title is like, uh, it's it's a it's a it's a play on Insane Cloud Posse, and I was like, what? Howard Drug? Yeah, Howard. Like they're making fun of. I mean, <laughs> was of it like the, was it like the Dean Malenko? How? <laughs> oh no! Here, let me let me find it because I'm not. I don't know what. It, why didn't Donald run with Shaggy Two Dope as his running? <laughs> He's not down with the clown. But otherwise, would, he would. That have, show would book. But it would. Right? Have, but it would have boosted the the evangelical base. <laughs> That's true. Right. There were a lot of questions around uh, legitimacy of Trump's faith. He could have boosted that by tapping into the how the magnets process. work. Uh, right. Coalition. Yeah. They're very. They're very anti-science. There's a line in that song. It goes, scientists lie, always lying to me. Getting me <laughs> like, pissed. No, like, always lying, getting me pissed. pissed. Yeah. No, Juggalos and, they don't and the far right are two sides of the same coin. Which is interesting because, like, they, well, they've alienated, like... Well, no, are but you saying Juggalos are the alt-alt-right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm saying, well, and this oh. is a topic for our next show. When we talk about flyover rock, it's the same. <laughs> right. They have the same origins. I've, I found it. Insane clown president dispatches from the 2016 circus. That's what it is. Well, it should have been like cards from the. <laughs> yeah. But that would have been a little too inside for people yeah. to get. People don't get where the gathering meets the gathering. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see what else is going on at Nam. Um, Wait, before we get off this, I'm just I'm <laughs> super curious. Okay, so like I've been watching like uh, a fair amount of like Russian rap lately. Ugh. And yeah, it's really tell bad. me more. <laughs> and also, there's like really bad Russian rap rock. I'm really curious if there's like, you know, like Eastern European juggalos, right? Oh my god, because that would be hilariously awesome. They'd be into families and hatchets mm. and bears. I don't know. It's so there's something that feels so American. Right. No, I'm about, I'm, I'm willing to bet that there's not. But right. There's an equivalent. If, there's gotta the, be an equivalent. Oh, there yeah, yeah. There's gotta be an equivalent. Or like or like Vietnamese juggalos. That would be awesome too. Like anyone where <laughs> where it's like just so out of left field for everything that they stand for. Yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. I, I unfortunately well, maybe fortunately, I don't think. I don't think the family extends beyond <laughs> the country's borders. There's yeah. there's Canadian juggalos. Oh, there are. Yeah, yeah. Are there Mexican juggalos? Uh, probably. <laughs> we we may just have to do something on like foreign rap in general because like uh, another thing that would tie in is 
uh, my friend Phil posted and he was like, is there anything worse than Swedish rap? I don't think so. And I was like, well, okay, so, so why, like, why is it bad? Like, I mean, I believe you, but, uh, why <laughs> but tell me more? <laughs> yes. And he kind of, he didn't really have a, he answered. He was just like, it just, cause it's the things aren't worse than it. It's the worst. And I'm like, that's not okay. Fine. So I listened to Justify. some and I, and I came back and I was like, oh, is it because everything rhymes with everything? Because, because it's a case to language. Right. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> And he was just like, uh, nah, it's just, it's just, ba-. I'm like, well, but also this thing I but just also, said, this is right. clearly, I was like, okay, so here's why, in case you were wondering. Cause yeah, I looked up something and it was just like, everyone just sounds ridiculous. Cause, uh, yeah, cause the ends of the words all rhyme. <laughs> There's like three, three syllables that you can rhyme. All right. Sorry about the, uh, <laughs> the diversion there. Juggalos are close to my heart and, uh, I get carried away. I get lost in yep. the moment. <laughs> Oh, here's something from Nam we can talk about. You're adrift in a sea of like, uh, um, you're adrift on like hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> there are no smooth grooves there, though, unfortunately. Adrift with no smooth grooves. Speaking of no smooth grooves, you know who else we saw at Nam? Michelangelo. Oh, yeah. Right. Again, in the same booth doing the same thing. Yes. So so they make like everybody put headphones on to listen in. Oh, because that they was have, different. Like, that was the one difference. No, they difference. did that last year. Mm, no, I remember he was just being playing able to booth. hear him last year. Yeah, though. we could like legit. I mean, because I yeah. have a video of it. Like, right. We could hear him, but I couldn't tell where it was coming from because it was like one little speaker somewhere that you could hear it from, but it was definitely less loud to us than it looked like it because he had headphones on too and he was like, you know, rocking out with his plane over the top of the neck and shit. And uh, which is exactly what he was doing when the we saw wrong him last year. Sorry, the wrong side of the deck, uh, which is the top. Because Nam has volume police right. for, for yeah. anyone who hasn't been to keep everyone honest. They're very, they're very ineffective. Yeah. Um, but no, but yeah, he's playing at the Mark Mark base booth, which are now. Wait, would they change? Their they have DV a Mark. DV Mark. Correct. Yeah. Thank you. Because they make more than bass stuff now. Um, yes, they're they're amp. Uh, guitar amp. Imprint. It was pretty bad. He looks slightly worse than he looked last year. <laughs> it's and hard to tell though, because like you know, <laughs> it's that, a wig. wig, right? You're right. You have to see what's... and the and the wig covers like a significant right, portion of his face. You have to move it apart, which means look. he chose a wig with bangs. Is the key factor. <laughs> so up until like last year when we saw him, I actually hadn't seen him since he did that Speed Kills video. Oh yeah, and I was confused because he's like twice as big now as in yeah. that video. He's I mean, I assume he's doing big. less blow. Well, yeah. I was gonna say, right? He probably has less of a blow budget. There's probably also a point where your where your body stops shedding the pounds from yeah. because you. I mean, look at Bane, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that guy, yeah. Um, so yeah, he was big, but no, he, well, that's because you didn't see him on. Uh, he wasn't on your flight uh, right. at Nam uh, three years ago. Yeah. Well, we the. Uh, the year we first went to the Neil and Michael's Metal Metal Jam Jam, he was there. And, I mean, he's been featured since, but, like, that was, I think, two years ago. And yeah, then last I have, year we I just saw I have a video the... of him playing Crazy Train on the wrong yeah. side of the neck. <laughs> yeah, um, and with, like, 50 extra notes um, per measure. Per, right, per measure, 50 extra notes. It's like, it's like no one asked for a fill. And yeah. usually the drummer plays those. He's like, hold on. I played the riff. That, that song is already like a third fills. Like most of that guitarist part is already. And he's like, these fills don't have enough notes. They need like 50 more. Percentage. Nothing will ever beat Ingve playing Dream On though. <laughs> the, mo- the most unnecessarily added yeah. notes. 
now with more notes. I was I was a little disappointed there weren't any shows like that this year. At least that we found. Oh out yeah, about. the Ingve yeah. show last year was was pure gold, man. Yeah. yeah, everything about that was amazing. Yeah, I mean we got okay. So we went to see we got we we knew to go for the Schechter party regardless because it's always like one of the most popular things. And so at the last minute, everyone's scrambling to find. Thank you for your shit. donations, Rich. Yeah, so we right we got in early. I paid the. I, I found the booth babes and I was like, how do I score tickets? And this year they, uh, they'd actually turned it into some sort of charity thing. So they're like, mm. there's a suggested donation. So I paid double the donation because it was like, it was like $5 a yeah, ticket. Yeah. So I'm like, I will pay you $10 a ticket. And they were like, they seemed like genuinely surprised. Right. They were like, the you fact- know, that doesn't help you get in anymore. And we're <laughs> right, like, that, right. she's like, like no, rich. that's cool. I just, <laughs> I'm like, like, right. I'm just. I'm like, if it's for You could write it off thing, on your taxes, you know? Uh, who knows? I didn't get a receipt, so yeah. maybe not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the uh, but then it helped when we when Bob was like, oh, wait, we need more tickets. Yeah. So And I went back, and they were like, oh, yeah, here you go. And I'm like, see? Like, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, right, so we go to that show, and who was the opener that we didn't see? Was it King? Uh, was it King it was, playing before King's X? Yeah, it was like... Yeah, something like that. Yeah, King with a Y. Right. Yeah. Um, wait, What's the name of that... That Michigan band that's about guns is that King One Eight Seven? I don't know. Oh, King, isn't it Eight One? It's like Eight One One or something like no, that. No, One Eight Seven is the is Are you oh, sure? homicide. Oh, right, because it might be their area code. Right. Yeah. I was thinking it was homicide. Okay. Um, but uh, anyway, I'm just like, aren't there? Speaking of King bands, Eight Ten, King Eight Ten, Eight Ten, right? Okay. Where it's like named after their so gang I had, or whatever. I had two of the digits correct. <laughs> 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 um, uh, and the, it just it makes me my brother I think for five minutes played in a band called King of the Hill uh, this was long before the TV show this, yep. was, this was in the 80s um, <laughs> yeah, no, but it, I think it was just funny that there were two King bands on this bill anyway yes. I have no idea who this King with the Y band is because we uh, it purposely mi- we timed it correctly yes, to we not timed it see perfectly them. We got dinner to across them. the street and ate really well, and then showed up at the venue just in time to get in. For and the li- yeah, but the li- was like there's always there's like you said, <sighs> yeah, the it's... tickets don't guarantee you entry. Like they like there's always a billion people that want to go to this thing, but you'd think they would know that and they would have security set up in a manner right. that like we're in this line that the the. It, goes across the front of the venue and then all the way through the parking lot, which is the same parking lot as the Anaheim Angels Stadium, which was had some sick motocross yeah, going on. That right was then. the other yeah. event in town. Our Uber was motocross. Our, our Uber was like, yo, how'd you guys like that motocross? And we're like, we actually <laughs> right? went to a sh- to a show. That was the second time we were asked if you're here for an Amber motocross. <laughs> we won't talk about that other time. <laughs> uh but so anyway, so we missed the first band. We timed it perfectly actually which was totally by accident because who knew how long we were going to have to stand in that line. Yeah. So we get in and, and the first band was just ending and they're like, King's X is going to play in 15 minutes. We're like, great. Then we scoped out a spot. I thought they were super boring. Uh, my brother's way into King's X. Yeah. I thought, I think he thought it was awesome. So that's cool. I thought it was all right. Cause that's okay uh, there's I like, like I, th- I like them a little bit. I only know like three songs and it was like one of them that I wanted to hear. They didn't play. And like that over my head songs. All right. Although at the same time, unless they're actually playing it, I, I don't like it. Like it's one of those songs like, right. because it has that one part where it's like music, 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 right. music, 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 music. Well, and it's like I, a gospel thing. you know. Right. Exactly. And that's yeah. why I have a natural aversion to it. Cause right. I'm like, mm-hmm, the Lord. And I'm like, no, no, thanks. I'm good. 
Yeah, exactly. I, but they're all right. They're yeah. That's how I feel. I always felt about them. I'm like they're an all right band, but and they've always been kind of like kind of prog rock, but like light on the prog part. <laughs> I mean, they're kind of just like a solid comes. rock band. No, they're a good band. I just like yeah. I just have never they, like actively listened are, to them. They are competent players. They are not offensively bad. But I, never in my life have I been like. Man, I'm gonna put on Kings yeah. X now. Well, it was cool because I had never seen them and I wanted to see them. I wanted them to hear them play one other song they didn't fucking play. That would have definitely <laughs> yeah, made yeah, my night. And then I was like, "You're done." And also, it's kind of short. Oh yeah, but then of course. So here's the other reason that we were like, we got to make sure we don't get there late. Is that one of the things that guarantees uh, a huge clusterfuck is if Zach Wild is anywhere? Yeah, at Nam. And it wasn't even love Zach, Zach Wild. And last yeah, last Zach time Mild. though, it w- I'm pretty sure it was Black Label Society. Yeah. This time it was just Zach Sabbath. So, oh yeah, you gotta hear Zach Wild play some old Black Sabbath you gotta songs. Hear him really fucking murder a bunch of Black right. Sabbath. And how, how much you want to bet that he only plays uh, like the first like five albums well, with Ozzy no, type stuff? Of course, because like, dude, you're not gonna play like you're. you're also, sad. he can't sing any of the like Dio or Tony right. Martin you're, stuff. You're not gonna play the Sabbath material. That came out at the time while you were in Ozzy. Right? <laughs> That's a very good point. Like, like, That's a very, very good point. Like, you're doing yes. so much here. He's yes. not going to play Dehumanizer. He probably never heard like, it. He was like, yeah. <laughs> the only music he heard during those years was his own guitar <laughs> and the sound of, like, Ozzy vomiting or something. Yeah. Like, so, so yeah. No, it probably was all, like, war pigs and, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, like, but um, we should have should have stuck around just long enough to be like, play the Eternal Idol, right? The Shining, play the Shining. He'd be like, play what? Yeah. Um, yeah. but we didn't stick around for it at yeah. all. Yeah, no, we because because you know sometimes life gives you, uh, uh, better places to be. Right. Well, we got like I said, <laughs> well, we you did just that... go watch a band in the lobby at the hotel. Right. Which is what right. we did. Which is right. Which you we know is going to be just as hilarious. Although actually more so because again, yeah, Zach Sabbath would have just been like, "Yep, I sure don't like this. This is not." For me, um, but we we nailed it perfectly. We got we just got in there like with just enough time to like get drinks, go to the bathroom before King's X started, and then King's X. Then we're like, are we gonna stick around? And we're like, nah. It, there was no need for the security to be that long though. Like the only reason oh, yeah. it was like that because they had the the barbecuing going on outside, and mm-hmm. they had some stupid red carpet. Like why do you yeah, need red yeah, carpet yeah. pictures so, at a metal right. show? So they like, I mean it's LA. No, that's right. an LA thing. There's like red carpets everywhere. To be fair, yeah. it's like that's always a thing at that venue. At least when there's a big uh, a, a, any decent sized crowd. Like it was definitely the year we didn't get in, there was a similar line, although I feel like why do I feel like we waited and then still didn't get in or something? I don't know. Um or no, there wasn't a lot. there must have been two years we didn't get in, because one year there was one year we didn't try to go. We didn't have tickets. Oh, maybe there was a year where... Because it was Arch Enemy. And I was like, right. I don't want to see Arch Enemy again. I feel ever. like maybe when we went with for Steel Panther, there was a line, but it wasn't that right, bad. Right, but it wasn't heinous. Right, it wasn't heinous. Like, it still went like way too slow for like how right. long it should have. And we're still like, why was there even that line there? But now it was worse because they also had added all the extra shit in yeah. that courtyard. Yeah. yeah to create an extra bottleneck. And barbecue and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was terrible. Um... But no, so the uh, we were talking about the King's X show. The the one thing that I thought was really hilarious was so the angle, like so they have these video screens where they're showing, you know, whatever in case you can't oh, yeah, see the stage, yeah. and the, and so you're looking at the stage straight on, mm-hmm. but the video one of the shots is at an angle, and so the shot of the so the guitar player he's stage left, and then there's a camera further stage left 
And so it shoots across the stage. You see him, and then you see Doug Pinnock's uh, cabinets, tech. and behind <laughs> yeah. his cabinets, his tech is hiding. So if you're looking at the stage, you can't see the guy. He is well hidden. But if you look at the video screen, you He's see this right guy crouching the behind. Right, and the right, it wasn't, right, it wasn't it, some of the time. It was whenever they showed the guitar player, the shot, you saw him and this dude crouching behind the amp. The shot looked like the camera guy knew and was like, you idiot, and like specifically had framed him in like the left third of the shot. And he's he looks so confident that he's out of sight and you're looking at him like right. well, right. everyone so, can see you unfortunately he was way too focused on his job i was right. waiting for him to do something like pick his nose or something right, that, like right. would, which would have been really funny but no he was just there like waiting yeah. for wasn't he know, fucking up at his job too weren't there like tons of technical problems well, that's not no but his job and... is to fix those right. he's, he's, yeah. it wasn't like he caused them it wasn't <laughs> yeah, like he was back have. there unplugging <laughs> shit like uh so yeah i don't know that was funny but yeah so then oh. we Make sure your instruments are set up correctly before yeah. your gig. Well, I was going to say, like, and Doug Pinnock uh, had a too too many strings bass. Oh, yeah. He had a twelve string, which is like four, but they're like that. triple. Yeah, yeah, double octaves. I haven't which, seen him before again. Well, which right. they had, uh, which we call it. So they they that was the first thing I took a picture of at Nam. Though yeah. was Bob and I went to the Dean booth, and yeah. they had yep. the, they had one of those, mm-hmm. and and uh, it was like you. Could not play with your hands, right? Yeah. You had to play with a pick. It was like super crazy. And then, yeah, and then Doug Pinnock's up there playing yeah. one. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definite too many strings entry. But right, so, but then after that, we just went back to the um, to the hotel and just watched. So the people who don't know, there's um, there's constantly bands in the hotel lobbies. And <laughs> Oh, I know so, the story. So I, well, there's a, well, there's a couple. I was going to tell the Command Sisters one. Which uh, one do you think I was going to tell? When the band is like, Oh, you want to hear some music from the 80s? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah that was good. Well, yeah, so we should tell that one. So, right, like, uh, and it's Nam, again, right, where, like, everyone's a butt rocker. Like, there was a Van Halen band. Oh, right. Night, and people Am I allowed to it. talk about uh, Bob posting <laughs> Rock is Not Dead at, like, yeah. 1 a.m. or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah, my, yeah, my brother partied a little too hard one yeah. night. And, like, and, and he caught the... Uh, and was, like, way into Van Halen. Yeah, and he caught this Van Halen tribute, and, and he posted, then, like, Rock is well, Not well, Dead. Well, then he came, he came back to the, ho- uh, to the room. So I felt like shit because, uh, like, we day drank, like, real vodka yeah. that... Chauvet, not Chauvet, um, Rapco. Yeah. And give my brother's a Rapco dealer. So um Rapco had hooked us up with uh with uh liquor in the middle of the day and just late like I don't know if it was because I drank real liquor at one PM or whatever, yeah. but like I just did not feel well and so I took a nap while Could Bob, have been food trucks too, but Yeah, true. Yeah. We also ate food trucks, which is always questionable. Yeah. So so Bob goes to the Van Halen show in the in the lobby. And I go to sleep and then he comes back into the room and he's definitely like partying too hard. <laughs> and and I wake up and he gets on Facebook and he just like thinks everything is hilarious. And he he's like posting so much. And he's, and he's like and he's like saying stuff that like doesn't you're just like, what are you talking? Because I'm like a, a half asleep. Right. And he's like laughing and saying stuff. And I don't know what he's talking about. And then he, and then he's like posting all this junk. And what was hilarious is when the next day and I go and I see the post and they're all like he'd like tried to hashtag stuff, but but like he'd typed it out wrong, so like it, it like none of them were actually hashtags. <laughs> and then and like and then I was like, Bob, look at all the stuff you posted, and he was like, 
he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, he's just right. like, oh, yeah. Uh. I was like, do you remember posting Rock is Not Dead? <laughs> he's like, picture of a Van Halen. This is like, why he should be on Rigs of Dad. Like, oh. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, so. Uh, so oh, we, I have a great clip of him with that striper guitar, too. Yes. Right? Well, so That's we went, going in some video. We went to the Washburn booth and. Uh, and they had, of course, the striper guitar, and they're next to like there's this wall of marshals. So Bob picks it up and walks over to the wall of marshals, and then pretends to like headbang. He almost like fell over. He was totally sober at this point. He's doing by like kicks, too, and... which was hilarious. Right, he's doing kicks and headbanging and stuff. And so we were taking pictures, and I Instagrammed it, and I I uh, tagged Rigs of Dad, hoping they would post it, but yeah. they they didn't, unfortunately. But it is a it is the ultimate Rigs of Dad because he's got like his um. His like neon yellow sneakers, yeah, and the striper Faded guitar, blue jeans. yeah, the blue jeans and the and the and wall, polo of, wall of amps. Oh man, it was so awesome. <laughs> it um, was perfect. I mean, I have video of it too, so we're totally we'll post something. Okay, sweet. We got to do our own like I don't know. Rigs of Dad missed out. Uh, but okay, so then, so what Eric was talking about the 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 this one band in the hotel lobby the one night. Right, they like they're it was saying, like the like, closing band. Yeah, right? right. The last night, whatever the like the last big band, and um, and the first thing they do when they get on stage is like <laughs> they go, "You guys like '80s music, right?" <laughs> and you figure with Nam's crowd, it's gonna be all like butt rock. Yeah, and then what do they start playing? Like like uh like Men at Work or something. Right. It was like, like stuff from yeah. like Sixteen Candles. Oh, like, yeah, like, yeah. It was, it was definitely like sappy, synth, like synth, synth, synth pop. poppy. Yeah, it was like synth pop, which like is which is fine. Like that's right, fine. Right. But it was like wrong, like wrong. Like I well, I'm really curious now who books those hotel stages because the quality of the acts varies so wildly. Yeah. Right. And in like both the quality and the nature, it's just like it's all over the place. Yeah. I feel like bands play pay pay to play. For those slots, I would not. Be you know, surprised. I I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah, we uh, should find out. Yeah, we should find out. And then book gentrified. <laughs> no, Louise the Gooch book and gentrified. Yeah, where we don't prepare anything, we just get up there and go. But like pseudo improvise is kind of like we kind of we found a groove and then just keep grooving it until we get bored. No, if we found a groove, doing it wrong. If we find a groove, then you have to change the groove. Somebody has to like. Come, play, like, a play a new polyrhythm, and then we have to play a new polyrhythm against that, and keep it rolling. All we do is we'll, we'll pick, be the liquid tension experiment of gents. We'll pick a tempo, and then so you and then you can just tap time whatever. Yeah. So we can all if we if you have like a well one ear on an in ear, right? You could like we've all got the click. And then you can just sub subdivide it differently, oh, and yeah. you just play what the fuck. We can all just play right. whatever. And just like, it's the best just whatever. Oh shit! I want to do this now. And then get a, and then get ladder math to do it up there to like yes. go <laughs> over like <laughs> yeah. just make stuff up. That would be amazing. Nice. Yes. Yeah, we should do this now. Yeah, we did a little uh, gentrified market research at Nam, and it, would, it went over very well. It would literally be metal by numbers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, people were totally down with Gentrified. Yeah. They, they thought it was highly, highly amusing. Yeah. There were a lot of gent stuff there. And our, and our favorite gent band was there too, Ladder Math. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes or yourmusicisbad.com. Follow us on Twitter at YMIVpodcast. And stay tuned to upcoming episodes for news on our YouTube channel.